Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. She's Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. And that bright, smiling shade of pink is Mitzi, an oven mitt, my right-hand gal, and co-host on the show. Welcome to another week of Mystery Recipe. Welcome, and you're welcome. Because this week is another hit. We just can't seem to miss these days, Molly. Every week on Mystery Recipe, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. First up is a round of Guess the Ingredient. Then, after we all find out our theme for this week, it's time for The Scoop, where our junior field reporter, Adelina, will be interviewing a couple of... bros who lift? Is she really? And finally, we'll hear from young chefs like you about what they've got cooking up at home in What's Cooking? Molly, can you believe we are six weeks into the season already? I can't. It has gone by so fast. That's 42 days, Molly. Wow. Which is 1,008 hours. That's a lot of hours. Do you know how many minutes that is, Molly? Where are you going with this, Mitzi? That's 60,480 minutes. 60,480 moments with my friend. Was that Seasons of Love from the movie musical Rent by Jonathan Lawson? 60,480 minutes, all podcast gold from beginning to end. Let's cut to the... Just cut to the theme song. Oh, you've got to, you've got to come right to the theme. Just cut to the theme, it's so good, so good. Theme song. Song. Oh, Mitzi. Cut to, cut to, cut to the theme song! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Gross question. Mystery recipe. You have to admit, Molly, I did hit all those high notes, though. I actually don't have to admit that, Mitzi. Oh. But I'm happy to, because you absolutely did. That was great. Gah! You're the best, Molly! I'm gonna write us another song! No more songs, Mitzi. You say that, Molly. And yet, off I go to write one! Well, there she goes. Anyways... Let's play Guess the Ingredient. I'll play some sounds, and you all at home get to try and guess what ingredients will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. guesses what ingredients these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Zoe. 
Zoe is 12 years old and lives in Warren, Rhode Island, and has been our official ingredient guesser since the beginning of Mystery Recipe. Hey, Zoe. Hi, Molly. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. That is great to hear. So, as you know, every week we listen to three sounds and use them to guess what our mystery ingredient theme is for the week. So we'll do them one at a time, per usual, and talk about each one as we go. And at the end, you will make your official ingredient guess. So are you ready for the first one? I can't wait. Okay, so the first sound... Again, I go back to the knife. It sounded like something being cut and then the knife scraping along the cutting board. Okay, so you heard a cutting sound and a, and a scraping sound. Yeah. I think that scraping sound will be key. Hmm. But we can move on to the next sound. All right. Okay, so that second sound was a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. What did it sound like? Something frying, but also water boiling at the same time. It was like sizzling, but it was also popping and also bubbling. Mm-hmm. But like all those sounds mix- mixed together. So I think I'm going to listen to the next one. Maybe I can get some more hints out of that. All right. Give it a shot. The look on your face is of confusion, I would say. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's like a cartoon elevator noise. <laughs> All right, would you, would you like some hints? Uh, sure. I th- Actually, I think our ingredient is like, I don't know, fire something. So like we're cooking and like that last sound was like the temperature going up. That's a good guess. That's a very good guess. All right. So here are a few hints for you. So this week will be dense with information, but this ingredient makes things less dense. These ingredients are chemicals that play an important role in baking. And this ingredient is very uplifting. Oh, after that second hint, I think I realized, is it yeast? That's so close, but not quite. What else does similar things as yeast when you're cooking. Hmm. That can give that rise. Oh, is it baking soda and baking powder? Yes. Yay, Zoe. Awesome guess. It is chemical leaveners week. That was really good. This was a super hard one. It's also kind of my favorite, but also so weird. This week's ingredients are what are called chemical leaveners. So baking powder and baking soda. That first sound, you are totally right about the scraping. That was actually a measuring spoon going into baking soda, coming out and then doing what we do to measure, same as with dry flour or something like that, and using the knife to scrape across the top of the measuring spoon. Oh, so that was like baking soda, baking powder being like scooped out and leveled. That makes more sense. All right, so that second sound, Zoe, you are totally right. It was a really weird combination of like boiling and frying and sauteing all at the same time with all the pops and bubbles and sizzling. 
I thought the second sound was the yeast burping. (laughs) But that was actually the sound of baking soda and vinegar reacting almost like, you know, the science projects that you've had in school where you put them together and it explodes. That's always a fun experiment to do, baking soda and vinegar. I made a volcano out of that. I'm sure a lot of other kids have. And then that last sound is kind of like a cartoon. What did you say it sounded like? An elevator? Yeah. Like in the cartoon, the elevator's going up and... Exactly. I mean, you could use the same sound for that, too. This was an ascending slide whistle. So it was kind of the sound of um, bread rising. Kind of the idea that something was rising. Yeah. It it was to get at the rising that baking powder and baking soda can do for all different kinds of baked goods. All this week, we'll be learning about this strange and uplifting category of ingredients. Leaveners are ingredients that create gas. That gas fills doughs and batters with bubbles. We learned in Flower Week that gluten traps that gas in the dough and helps the dough to rise. Well, leaveners are the ones doing the rising. There's all types of leaveners people use in baking today, such as baking powder, baking soda, baker's ammonia, cream of tartar, the list goes on and on. But what all these leaveners have in common is that they create CO2, or carbon dioxide, the gas that turns your floppy dough into an airy loaf of bread. We're going to get our mad scientist on this week because we're focusing specifically on chemical leaveners. Zoe, thank you so much for playing Guess the Ingredient with us. We'll hear from you again next week. Bye! Molly! Do we have any more sheet music over here? No, I don't think so, Mitzi. Ah, that's okay. I'll just sing this new song at you real quick, and you remember it for me, okay? (coughs) Mitzi, we are right in the middle of the show. Ah, yes. I'm so excited for Chemical Leaveners Week. Did Zoe guess it? That was a hard one. Chemical Leavener's Week. That one took me a minute to get my head around. Want to know how I remember it? Of course I do. Well, I went to this magic show once, and the magician made her assistant lay down on this table and then levitated her. Hmm. I see where you're going with this. How is that magic act like leaveners? Just like a magician levitates their assistant by making them rise up into the air, leaveners make the dough rise. Less like magic, more like science, but both equally awesome. I agree, Mitzi. Speaking of awesome, it's time for the scoop. Today, Adelina is talking to some, I don't it just says bros who lift. Adelina, are you there? Is this right? I'm here, Molly. That's how they wanted to be introduced. Bro! Bro! My name is Adelina. Nice name, bro. Yeah, bro. Great name. This is going to be a long interview. We'll be right back with more of The Scoop after these words from our sponsors. Grown-ups, these ads are for you. Hey, grown-ups. If there's one thing every kid loves, it's snacks. And with Kroger's Grocery Pickup Service, it's easy to keep your pantry stocked with the snacks your kids love. Like Kroger's original Chipmate cookies. My daughter Olive is a big fan. 
So these are the original mini chip meats from Kroger. What does it taste like? <laughs> does it have, uh, what does it have? Chocolate. Chocolate. <gasps> Is it so yummy? With Kroger's pickup service, you can just shop online for groceries and pick them up at a store near you. To learn more, visit Kroger.com. Happy snacking. Mmm. Should we do cheers? Cheers. Here. Cheers, Daddy. Cheers. Hello, mystery recipe grown-ups. We want to tell you about the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs. Designed for kids ages 8 to 13, this cookbook is filled with recipes to make your favorite store-bought items from scratch at home. Since it's called the DIY Cookbook, our producer Chad tried to DIY our no-churn ice cream recipe. Okay, so I've gathered my ingredients here, which is really just various forms of dairy. I have my blender here. All right, so my heavy cream is whipped. And now I'm adding the rest of my various dairy products. Going to blend this one more time. And it's really just that easy. Looks beautiful. So I may not be a kid, but I do have the cooking skills of one. And I can say this was so easy. It came out absolutely delicious. And it's true that things do taste better when you do them yourselves. You can find the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. And we're back. Adelina, how are you doing over there? Adelina, bro. Bro, Adelina. Let's just get this over with. Today, I'm back in the test kitchen pantry with two different types of leaveners. Who are also... (sighs) Who are also bros who lift. Yeah, nice, bro. Oh, bro, she's talking about us. How cool is that? Can I get you both to introduce yourself for us, please? Of course, bro. Anything for my bro, Adelina. So, I'm Powder. I'm a container of baking powder. And this here is my bro. Hello. Thank you for the introduction, bro. I am Soda. And I am a box of baking soda. So, we have baking powder. Yeah, bro. And baking soda. You got it, bro. Great. So, you stressed to me a few times already that you are bros who lift. What do you mean by that? Lifting is a lifestyle, bro. It's what we do. Good things come to those who strive for it. Yeah, bro. All year round. We're leaveners, Adelina, bro. We make chemical reactions. We make gas, bro. Gas that makes your dough or batter rise. Create tiny air bubbles. Gets trapped by gluten. Inflates your bread like a gnarly dough balloon. Sounds like a lot of hot air to me. Bro. Now she's making a joke. Good one, bro. Whoa, Adelina is funny, bro. All right, let's get this straight. You both create gas. C-O-2. Bro. Bro. (laughs) Nice, bro. You both create CO2 inside dough. That CO2 makes little bubbles which get trapped by gluten and makes the bread inflate like a balloon. So, no, bro. 
It's more like a bunch of balloons. Your bread is like a bag full of tiny balloons, which is why when you look at a loaf of bread, it's got a bunch of little teeny tiny bubbles in it. It's porous, like a sponge. We did that. <laughs> yeah, we did that, bro. How about we don't say bro anymore? Whoa. Whoa. Just for this interview. Why, though? I know. Okay, okay, okay. For show. For show. Great. So, how do you make gas? Gross question. No, she means CO2. Right. Chemical reactions is how. We are chemical leaveners. Can you talk me through those chemical reactions then? Oh, well, that's what makes us different. You can hardly tell us apart, I know. We're both white powders that are totally jacked. But we're actually pretty different. Let's start with you, Soda. Yeah. What, 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 what? Let's do this. Great. So what exactly are you, Soda? I am baking soda. Chemically speaking, that means I'm sodium bicarbonate, otherwise known as sodium acid carbonate, or NaHCO3. All day. That carbonate word sounds familiar. Carbonated drinks are drinks with bubbles in them, like soda or seltzer. Yup. Nice connection, bro. I mean, Adelina. Carbonated drinks are drinks that are filled with carbon dioxide bubbles. I do the same kind of work, but for solids, like muffins, instead of liquids, like soda. You create bubbles of carbon dioxide and dough. Yup, but I need some help, don't we all? As you can see, me by myself, I'm sort of just a powder. But I don't start making CO2 on my own. I need some type of acid in order to get that chemical reaction started. Things like buttermilk, yogurt, lemon juice, brown sugar and molasses, or vinegar. All those guys really get me pumped and I start lifting. Everyone needs a spotter when you lift as much as I do. Huh, so once you combine with an acid in the dough, you start to create CO2. That's right. Then it's ready for liftoff. So then, what about you, Powder? So, baking powder is a complete leavening system. I'm a one-stop shop. Just add water and some heat to my own bad self, and I'll rise to the occasion. And what is your own bad self exactly? Well, I'm sodium bicarbonate, same as soda here, but I also have acid included in the form of solid crystals and normally something starchy to keep me dry. Why do you need to stay dry? Well, my CO2 Lift Mayhem Killer workout party starts when a liquid, like water, dissolves the solid acid crystals. The crystals dissolve, mix with the soda in me, and I get pumped and start my CO2 lift. Interesting. So you both need something to get working. Baking soda needs something acid, and baking powder needs water or something to dissolve its acid crystals. You got it. Hey, don't we all need a hand from time to time? Especially if you're going to try and stay as built as we are. Bro! Bro. Well, we lasted a little while without the bro. 
I guess that's the scoop for today. Baking soda and powder are chemical leaveners that create CO2 to help dough rise. Everyone needs some kind of help in order to get pumped, and you can't take the bro out of bros who lift. You got it! Bro, what a scoop! You're officially a bro now, Adelina. Oh no. Selfie! Bro, Adelina bro, get over here. Selfie time, say CO2 bro! Back to you, Molly. No, CO2 bro. CO2 bro! Thanks, Adelina. And thanks to baking powder and soda, too. Bro! Don't even start, Mitzi. Hey, boss. Hey, boss's boss. Hi, Parker. Just in time for our next segment. One of the things I've been working on is time management. Oh? What's that? It's like being time's boss, making time work for you. Doing great, time. I really support the choices you are making here lately, time. Let's talk about next quarter goals, time. Well, to me, time management means managing your own time or schedule. Which you have been doing very well lately, Parker. How so? I think Molly means planning ahead. Thinking about how long each part of your day might take, taking time to rest and go from one place to another, not spending too much time on one thing and missing another. You're crushing it lately, bro. Oh. Hmm. You look a little uncomfortable. You all right, Parker? Yeah. I'm okay. I just don't really love the word bro. That's understandable. Mitzi, I'd be careful about who you are using the word bro with. A lot of the time, bro is used to describe people who identify as male. Parker's pronouns are they, them. They are non-binary, which means they aren't a boy or a girl. And so using bro might make them uncomfortable. Oh, no. I wasn't thinking about bro as being about gender. Uh, To me, it was just another word for friend. Like how soda and powder were calling Adelina bro. But bro is a gendered term, Mitzi. Just like dude or guys, even if you didn't mean it that way. That's true. Thanks for stepping in there, Molly. I wasn't sure if I felt comfortable saying something, but it's really cool that you were able to help Mitzi understand that. I'm so sorry, Parker. Really. Ah, I can't believe I did that. Ah, Come on, Mitzi. Get it together. Well, it's not a big deal, Mitzi. People make mistakes, right? Really, Mitzi, please, don't feel bad. I know you weren't trying to make me feel uncomfortable. I know, but such a careless mistake. Actually, Mitzi, being this hard on yourself and apologizing over and over and over again like this... That is actually making me kind of feel bad. It makes me feel bad to know you feel bad. Really? Yeah. It sometimes makes me feel like using my pronouns is a lot of work or something extra that you have to worry about. Oh. Well, it's not. Not at all. I know. And I know you see me for who I am and want to make sure I feel safe to be myself. So... If you ever do make a mistake with my pronouns, just correct yourself, apologize, and move on. It's only a big deal if you make it a big deal. And making it a big deal makes me uncomfortable. So you don't have to feel so bad about it. Okay, I'll remember that, Parker. 
Thank you for taking the time to explain that to me. <laughs> no problem. Speaking of time management, though, we ought to get to what's cooking. Yes. For what's cooking, listeners, we need your help. We want to know what's cooking in your kitchens. Ask your grown-up to help you record a voice memo on a phone, tablet, or computer, and have them send it to us at Mystery Recipe at America's Test Kitchen.com. That's right. We want to know your name, how old you are, and what you're making. It could be anything at all that you've been cooking up at home. Tell us about the ingredients, how you made it, and how it came out. And not just your shining stars either. We love hearing about recipes that maybe didn't go exactly to plan. Because it can be really fun when things go a little off track in a recipe. And you always learn something from it. Each week, Parker and I will play some of your recordings on the show. So, grown-ups, send us those recordings to mysteryrecipeatamericastestkitchen.com. Parker went through all your submissions, and this week we have some great recipes and stories to share. Let's hear them, Parker. Uh, hello, my name is Angus. I am five years old. I live in Forest Grove, Oregon. And what's cooking in our kitchen is bread. The ingredients were flour, water, salt, sugar, and yeast. And that's it. My name is Tilda. I am six years old. I am from Western Australia and I am making, I made pancakes this morning for breakfast. We had, I used eggs, buttermilk, self-raising flour, sugar, vanilla, baking soda, salt. We mixed it all together and then we then we put the buttermilk in and four eggs and then the vanilla. Then we put the pancakes on the special pan. It tastes very, very yummy. Hi, my name is Junior Aki and I'm 11 years old. A while back, I made Irish soda bread. I think it was a failure because it didn't really have a lot of flavor. But my parents think if we turn it into a sweet bread, it would be a lot better. Or if we added stuff like bacon and cheese. And I agree on both. Thanks to everyone who sent something in. We've got tons more coming up this season, and we're going to include as many of the submissions as we can. So keep listening if you didn't make it on this week. And grown-ups, it's not too late to send us your recordings. And young chefs, feel free to include your pronouns in your submissions. Absolutely. Well, that's all for today, folks. And remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we've talked about eggs, vegetable oil, salt, sugar, flour, milk, and chemical leaveners. If you love mystery recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss any episodes. And if you like our show... Leave us a review. Give us some stars and tell us about your favorite recipe. Until then, keep, keep on, on cooking. cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum, and I am a bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a cupcake. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a salty, sweet chocolate chip cookie. 
Kaya Williams was the associate producer for this episode. She is a caramel brownie. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's the cherry on top. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a fizzy drink. Our post-production supervisor is Ken Margolis in Artichoke. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also broccoli. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a garden-grown green zebra tomato. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, assistant editor, Katie O'Hara, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, test cook, Andrea Vavjan, and test cook, Cassandra Loftlin. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Neo Sihi, Zoe Bates, Yorgos Tsipernides, and Adelina Rodriguez. Special thanks to Linz Amer for consulting on this episode. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. I do think I might start lifting, though. These potholder arms could get swole. grown-ups, I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 